All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Can you see it? Did you notice? Checked, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments notice, at arm's length. To the line, Hughes, Jones! In this existence, take you to listen. First career NHL goal, Quinn Hughes makes it 1 0. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network podcast and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to bump you right now. Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off-air. Let's go.
Hello Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD, that will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first mm-hmm. order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name's Dave Quadrelli, dressed like a, my brother told me I look like a bully from a Disney's a 90s Disney movie mm-hmm. um, with my corduroy shirt on. I like the corduroy shirt. Yeah, it looked like a, like a grade four bully. Yeah, corduroy's making a comeback. Yeah. Uh, joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. It is the Canucks Conversation Podcast. You can see it on the YouTube here, by the way. Before you get into it, you can see it on the back video here. Look at that. I got prospect video, baby. Not Prospect looking, videos. Not looking forward to that, but what I am looking, and should say also, our technical producer is Alex Lard, high above Rogers Arena. What I am looking forward to today is Ian McIntyre. Yep. Ian McIntyre of Sportsnet will join us. All of our guests, sponsored by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season. That will get you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com. Well, keep me on the back cam here. Why Let me show people what I did. Epic on all platforms. Check them out. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, what have you. They've got you covered. My friend here, Chris Faber, is putting together the original base set of the 1999, is it, Chris? Pokemon? Yeah, 99-2000. Yeah, 99-2000. He's got a binder. You, you were showing me this before. How many cards is there that you need to catch? Do you need to catch them all? How, how many are there? Is there 155? Well, there's 151 original Pokemon. Not okay. all of them were in the base set, so I got to mix in a few from the fossil set, a few from the jungle set. But okay. uh, I, I had a pretty good, I think I'm 37 off. 37 okay. Pokemon away from having original or, you know, base set or fossil or jungle. The the 99-2000 stuff, the the old stuff there. I like it. Uh, and the bit the problem is the ones I'm missing are all the expensive ones. So like I'm I'm gonna have to save Charizard for the end. Obviously, he's like four hundred bucks to buy on eBay or whatever. Hopefully, my fiance's not watching this. I'm gonna get she's to do something because Brian Ur- Urquhart jumped in the uh, jumped in the chat and mm-hmm. said, "Turn off one mic, please." Are we sure the mic on camera three isn't on? Well, I think it's I think we're good. Are you sure? Yeah. Everybody so. else, we're good with the uh, audio there because. Uh, Brian wasn't happy about it. I don't know. Maybe the, I don't think the audio is on. Okay. There. Well, I'll double check. Good, you double check. I've got stuff to say. Uh, also, I didn't finish my ad read for Zephyr. So as I said, all of our guests brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. Again, make sure you use promo code hockey season, capital H, capital S, all one word favors dismantling the camera. Alex, let's switch cameras here. <laughs> Was the mic on? Was it on, Chris? No, we're good. Oh, Okay. Well, Brian lied to us then. Well, so, no, somebody, yeah, somebody said it. Okay. Anyways, uh, let's get to it. Vancouver Canucks. Mm-hmm. Last night, another ugly loss. Where do you want to start? You were on Halford and Bruff this morning. You did a fantastic job. 7 a.m., wide awake. I had a coffee, though. I had a coffee this morning. I'm bright and early. That's the problem I got with the morning show. Doing the morning show, it's, it's I mean, it's you brought the energy. You brought yeah, the I energy. I don't know how. Actually, no, I've been buzzing kind of ever since. I've been feeling... Uh, and I mean, we're going to bring the energy today. Yesterday, we both talked about bad it. Bad show we yesterday. Both, bad show. We were both very tired, I think. Yeah. And just, you know, it, like, I saw someone gave, giving you crap on Twitter about it oh, because yeah? you were like, oh, it's not fun to cover this team right now. And people are like, oh, whatever. It's like, you know, it isn't. It isn't a lot of fun. And again, mm-hmm. I'm always I'm always the first to say I don't want to complain about what we do because there's a lot worse jobs out there than what we're getting to do. For yeah, I worked at a mill for six years. That's right. Um, I'll, let us know in the chat if the audio is still off here. Let me. Well, I, I don't want to yell at Alex. I Sam, don't have to. Sam Wilson said he's happy. 
Uh, good so. enough for me then. And Bryce said he's as happy as any Canucks fan can there be. There we go. So I think we're good. I think we're uh, I think we're just peachy. Uh, I'm waiting for my Lego order. I told you about that mm-hmm. yesterday. It didn't arrive, so I'm waiting for it today. It's it's going to arrive today. I got the. How big are we talking here? Uh, it's it's big. It's uh, it's a big it's a big one. It's a big Lego. Order. All right, back to the game. You got a goal from Neil Zugliner. You got a goal from Luke Shen. That's the stuff that you like to see. But Thatcher Demko once again, um, not looking great. Less than five goals, uh, twenty nine shots against. I don't know, man. Something with uh, with Thatcher Demko is off, right? We talked to Kevin Woodley a few weeks ago here on the show. We'll, we'll have him on for a few more. We might have to actually uh, chat a little bit more goalies, but I don't know. Something's off with Thatcher Demko. Something's not off with the audio. Brian's trolling us. Uh, you know, reset your your thing over <laughs> when there. When he said shut off one mic, I'm pretty sure he just means yours. He just want to hear prospect. Wow. Coverage. Okay, we're getting to the prospect stuff in a little bit here. Uh, but I don't know. You're the goalie guy. Yeah. What's going on with Demko? What's going on? Because Spencer Martin carries the Canucks through a win, mm-hmm. right? I, I I don't know. I've seen some people saying today, like, oh, Spencer Martin was pretty good on uh, on Tuesday. He, he was excellent on Tuesday. Yeah. He kept this team in it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, geez, Louise. He but, was, uh, excuse me, he was pretty good in that Anaheim game where people, the game after, were like, oh, Spencer Martin should be in because he did so well against Anaheim. No, he played poorly against Anaheim. So mm. does that serve as some sort of caution for you to say, Huh, okay, maybe let's uh let's not jump the gun on making Spencer Martin our starter and obviously there's no goalie controversy in this this market just yet. Taking steps towards it though. Okay, sure. But mm-hmm. with Spencer Martin, like I understand people are seeing it and again there was that game where he did play well and he did steal them that game. Let's be honest here. He did steal it, but again, I don't know if there's if it's at the point now where people should be looking at it and saying, well, Spencer Martin gives the Canucks a better chance to win. I know the results say that, and it's 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 getting near that point. I think all you can do right now is give Thatcher Demko as much time off as possible in between starts where he's still comfortable. Like, you don't want to make this a thing where Demko's, and we're not even close to this, so I, don't even, I hate even saying this and putting it out there, but you don't want to get to a point where you, uh, you know, where you're saying, okay, well, Demko's going to play all the back-to-backs, the second leg of back-to-backs, and Demko's this team's backup. We're not there, and no. we shouldn't get there. Like, they've got a good goalie coach in Ian Clark, right? And he works really well with Thatcher Demko. Whatever Demko's going through right now, he's going to get through it. Like, he's going to work through it. And again, I know it was totally different circumstances, but Demko has had slow starts before, right? There was that season when Braden Holpe was kind of his 1B guy, and neither of them could really get going, right? So, I, I think... We're going to see Demko turn it around, and I think that's coming soon. I thought we had seen, we've seen flashes of it, like we saw him play well in that Carolina loss, where, yeah, he doesn't get the win, but he played well, right? You're going to see it. It's going to happen. There's no sense in starting to give up on Thatcher Demko or anything like that. Do I think Spencer Martin should be given the start on Saturday night? Yeah, probably. Like, I think we're at that point. I think we're at the point where maybe you're not splitting starts, but you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And what ain't broke right now for the Canucks is starting Spencer Martin for the first of the back-to-backs. No, I don't like it. You want to start him in in Boston on Sunday? Yeah, I think you go Demko Saturday. Big Saturday night game against the Leafs. You don't want Demko in front of his hometown crowd? Well, not actually his hometown, but he spent a lot of time in Boston. Complete opposite side of the country. Well, he spent uh, a lot of time with Boston College. Well, I I would, yeah, I think you got to go with Demko on big Saturday night game. And then also to me, like, that for one reason is why. But the other reason would be, like, if he's bad again and Martin's really good on Sunday again, 
then you have a goalie controversy. I think well, you can. No, seriously. Not. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that. I'm not saying Martin needs to be the starter as of Monday if he plays good. But you definitely have some sort of controversy over there at that point. If if you have a bad game again from Demko, well, here's and a thing. really good game against listen, a really good team in Boston. That's a good team over there. The Boston Bruins they are playing good hockey, even though a lot of people expected the injuries were going to really hurt them this year. They're playing good hockey out there in Boston. It's going to be this weekend is no joke, man. This is going to be a really tough weekend, and the Canucks aren't rolling into it with the best vibes right now, even though they're going to be going out tonight. They're going out tonight. I think rookie party tonight. It was the way it sounded like the way Luke Shen talked about. He set up a dinner night. We got a Luke Shen clip yeah, to get Luke to in Shen a minute clips. here, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Commander Vander jumped in the chat, said the goalie controversy talk is entirely reductive. Demko will obviously rebound, even if it takes a season, and wanting to save this season, quote unquote, Look at CV is there. a fool's errand. And he's absolutely right. Because you have to remember, and again, I'm going to bring this up when we talk about Jack Rathbone, which are, can we get to Jack Rathbone right now? Do we have time? Do I have time to talk about this? No, Rathbone after. Okay, Rathbone after Big Mac. We got to get to the, yeah, after Big Mac. We got to get to the, uh, I want to get to the Shen clip. talking Because we're talking about this, the stuff with the goaltenders. Sure. It's also big time on what we're seeing from the defense in front of it, right? I mean, the Canucks can score goals. Like, if you, <laughs> I was looking at this the other day, like, looking at the Canucks stats. If you would have told me, like, you just didn't show me the results and you showed me, like, the stats that these Canucks top players are having, I'd be like, wow. Really good start to the year for the Canucks. Wow, Patterson's well over a point per game because Benko's working out. Hell yeah. But it, it's more about the defense, and let's get to it here. Uh, this is Least Morning Take with Nick and Jay, our boys over there on the Nation Network. Uh, you know, Go ahead. Run it there, Alex. Play us uh, the clip of Luke Shen today. It's been a, it's been a pretty up-and-down start to the season. Um, you know, we we do got a, you know, a lot better team than kind of what we're playing. We just got to find some consistency and – Obviously, you know, the PK hasn't been good enough. That's kind of let us down in some games. And we've, we've obviously, no secret, blown some leads as well. And, you know, we just got to, you know, for the most part, last night, I mean, besides last night, we don't have issue typically scoring goals. It's keeping the puck out of our net. And as you guys know, it's, you can't go into a game trying to outscore teams. You got to try to outdefend teams. And that's what the best teams do. And that's how you win championships is, is by playing solid D. So, we got to uh, continue to work on our tightening things up off the rush, the PK, and uh, you know things in the D zone. So keeping the puck out of the net is probably the biggest thing. And and like I said, we got a lot of good pieces on our team. We just need to continue to chip away at this. And then his uh, mic went into Woodley mode, and he sounded like a robot for a couple minutes there. <laughs> I was texting Alex, figure it out. But uh, no, they got they got Luke Shen connected after. Well, probably uh, me saying that we're probably going to get that from uh, from Ian here in a couple minutes when he joins us. But that well, that's it to me. And and this can be. Talking to your Rathbone talk actually a little bit. Look at me setting things up unintentionally as well, rolling right into it. But yeah, there were some mistakes from Jack Rathbone last night, some major mistakes yesterday, which we've talked about on the show. He doesn't make a ton of major mistakes. Yesterday, like that one that bounced, I thought it bounced over his stick. He just misplayed it. That puck didn't bounce. That puck just, he just didn't get it locked in on his stick when he was defending on the left side. Ends up being a two on one, I believe, the other way. And then just the shot scores. So. Yeah, Rathbone didn't look great. I'm gonna. I almost. I forgot to get the graphic. I was gonna take the free Rathbone off of him and just put him in the jail, the jail cell, because that's where this, I think he's. This is this he's, is the Well, problem. I'll tell you the way, and that's the thing. You're right with Rathbone. He's if he does anything like that, has a game like that, he is, he's gonna be back in the press box now, right? And now it's Kyle Burrow's time. That's what I think yep. it's gonna be. I. You know what? I don't disagree that it's gonna be Kyle Burrow's time, but I'm still I'm still gonna say it. I'm still gonna say it, and people are gonna give me crap about this. I know, but. All of the mistakes that Jack Rathbone makes are based on, you know, decision making. It's not raw skill that Jack Rathbone's lacking. So you gotta develop that somehow. You gotta figure out what the best way to do that is. I'm going to be 
dead set that the way to do that isn't by leaving them in the press box. If you're going to send them down to the AHL, do that. You know, I would even argue that last night's performance almost warranted it. I'm not there. I'm not there at all. I think Jack Rathbone should be in the NHL lineup still because, again, it almost goes back to what Commander Vander was talking about, about Thatcher Demko, where you're saying, okay, are you trying to win games or, you know, are you looking to the future, right? Because we're getting to the point now where you do have to look to the future this season, whether that be a trade or something else. Another form of that, in my opinion, needs to come with, okay, you already know what you have in Riley Stillman and it ain't much. Mm-hmm. There's no top four upside there. You already know what you have in Oliver Ekman Larson, and it ain't much, and he's not going to get better right before he gets worse. You know what you have in Kyle Burroughs. He's not going to get better before he gets worse. I would, like Kyle Burroughs seems like the perfect guy for this team to be trading, and hey, like Ottawa was looking very closely at uh, at the Canucks. They've kind of followed them around on this road trip, it feels like. So mm. keep an eye on that. But How about Ottawa tonight? I got later on in the bet. They're yeah. they're on a six game losing streak. They're playing the Devils on a seven game winning streak. Yeah, is that a streak breaker? We'll get to that later on the okay. Betway. That's a tease right there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So basically, what I meant about Rapham, what I want to say is just that guys got to play games. I think it should be at the NHL level. The one thing they can't do is just leave him in the press box. For sure. Like he needs to play games. Yeah. A couple and comments like that into the chat right now. He hasn't played a lot over the past few years, and I know that's been pandemic related and everything like that, but. You need to play games. You need to get your, you know, decision making, and that's that's partly why I think he needs to be in the NHL. Is mm. his decision making at the AHL level was fine, but now he's at the NHL level and things are faster. He's playing. It must feel like he has a bit of a target on his back, right? While he's playing, and he knows that if he makes mistakes, you know, he's out of the lineup, and you, you know, that can get into a player's head. So. I'm still like I know people were tweeting me last night. They're like, oh well, there goes Rathbone. No, like give give him a chance. You got nothing else to lose. Kai's got a good point. This is why you can't have a lame duck coach when you should be tanking for a high pick. Bruce will be clawing for every point, which is very true. And players like Hog, Hoglander, Pod Colson, and excellent Jack Rathbone will barley see the ice. Excellent, excellent point. A little misspell there by Kai. Well, Collander. it's still it's still a, it's still a really good point. No, it's true, and I mean that is that's a tough spot to be in for these young guys. We'll, we'll bring up the. I mean, Tanner Pearson today goes on to IR, so that kind of opens up more of a door for. Uh, Vasily Podkoles and Neil's Huglander get in the lineup. I thought Huglander played a pretty good game yesterday in the role that he was in. Like we don't we don't know what what Bruce's thoughts are about Huglander being a guy who's typically on the fourth line and consistently going to be in that spot. But I thought last night he fit in fine. Obviously, he gets the goal that that helps. I think he was moved up in the lineup at that point though. But he was one of the players I thought was you know actually pretty good in the game. Him and Brock Besser. I thought Brock Besser had a better game and, and was actually getting shots on net. Not only like he's not really getting time on PP one right now, obviously with Kuzmenko there, but. At five on five, I think it was like four scoring chances for uh, mm-hmm. for Brock Besser. Had some actual shots on net, so good for him for that situation. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a not impressive game. Like, no. it was fine. And by the way, with uh, the Pearson going to IR, Sheldon Dries back up with the team, which is funny because the Abbotsford Canucks just released a video yesterday of, like, Colton, like, uh, <laughs> yes. their head coach, Jeremy Colton. He's like, listen, the, you know, Dries, he hasn't been around here very much, but he comes and he makes an immediate impact. We're excited to get him in the, on the power play on Thursday. And uh, now he's gone. So he's back up. And that gives a little bit of option to to Boudreaux here because another thing I wanted to bring up was like was Miller playing center, right? I thought that was one of Miller's worst games of the year again yesterday. Who would have thought? Which is like we said it so often and it's like you're right, who would have thought 
well, as soon as you see the lineup and he's in the middle, that's where a lot of these bad games are coming from. And that giveaway yesterday was just horrendous. That's the problem, man. How many times that word I've used so much when it comes to the Canucks getting scored on, it normally comes from like a horrendous play. That's what's been really unfortunate, I think, watching a lot of these goals that they're giving up. And Luke Shen talked about it a little bit there. They need to work on their defensive game. We've heard it from Myers. We've heard it from like a lot of the, the regulars that we hear in post-game media availability. is just like, we're not, we're, we feel like we play a good you know 50 minutes and then 10 minutes in, we, we, we have 10 minutes where there's just a bunch of like huge giveaways. And it's like, yeah. That is what's hurting this team. These massive, massive, colossal injury or giveaways that giveaways, they have. Giveaways, yep. And that one with JC Miller against oh Kirby Doc. That's goodness, like, man. Look, if Jack Rathbone makes that play, oh, he's down to the East Coast League. Yeah, good luck. You're skipping Abbotsford. Actually, the ECHL fun fact okay. doesn't stand for anything. Did I tell you that? No, I know. You, did you know that? Did I tell you how I found that out? No, you didn't tell tell the story how you found out. I don't know how you found. We it out. wrote an article. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was at Oilers Nation as editor-in-chief of the Nation Network. I, I'm the complaint hotline. Yeah, you are. Uh, and, like, I think it was, like, the president of the ECHL. Also, people complaining about this show, send it to at David Quadrelli on uh, whatever. at Gmail or whatever it is. At Gmail. Uh, I, I can't remember if it was, like, the president or vice president. It was someone high up in the ECHL. He's like, hey, just so you know. He wasn't, like, mean or anything. Shut it down. But he was like... Uh, we changed from the East Coast Hockey League to just the ECHL in whatever year. Like, it's been a while, too. It doesn't been stand like, for anything. Yeah, and, I, and then I had to tell everybody on the meeting that we had, and then someone in our company was like, can you please email back and say that they can't just have an acronym that doesn't stand for anything? You know what? I'd love, hopefully, maybe someone in the chat can look this up for us and put it in the chat. There must be a word out there. There must be a word for an acronym that doesn't stand for anything. Really? Right. I think that there should, if not, we can make up the word. We call it uh, Fabergasted or whatever it's called. People using in the damn chat here. I like that people are using the word Fabergasted. Well, people use it on Twitter now all the time. It's getting getting to me here. We're, you're working on uh, trying to get iMac figured out on the yeah, online so, here, right? So, uh, yeah, live live show, folks. Uh, we have texted Ian McIntyre. I have. Uh, and nothing. And he's, he's having not, problems. He is not in the waiting room. So we will, we will see uh, where he is. We'll see. Alex will get in my ear here yeah. at some point here. But well, I mean, we're hopeful for it, but... What else do you have? Like, I know we were going to talk to Ian right now, but mm-hmm. before we get to him, if we get to him, like, what was your takeaway from that game? Because I think what you're taking away from this road trip so far, and Saturday's a winnable game for this team. No no show tomorrow, folks. No show uh, on Remembrance Day. Weekend off. Yeah, weekend off. We'll, we'll be back on Monday. But that game, got, that game on Saturday, right? Like, you're looking at it as... That's a winnable game for the Canucks. I know it's the Leafs, but like the Leafs have all sorts of problems right now, right? Like I understand the Leafs are still a better team than the Canucks, but like the Canucks, first of all, always seem to beat the Leafs, even when the Leafs are the better team. They, you know, goes mm-hmm. back to the COVID year when they came out of that mess in April and Braden Holpe slams the door shut, right? I'm curious to see how the team kind of responds because, like, it was thrown out there yesterday by a few people that. Look, by all accounts, the players like playing for Bruce Boudreaux. They're not playing like it right now. Like, they're not playing like they've heard Rutherford's comments. I know Bo Horvat said, oh, I, I haven't heard what was said. I don't I don't think that's true through the whole locker room. Like, I'm pretty sure they know what's being said about them and what's being said about their coach. And, like, if they play for... And, again, like, let's not forget, a couple weeks ago, there was that report that, uh, you know, that... Rutherford went down to the dressing room or whatever and was basically like, hey, uh, there's going to be changes beyond just the coaching staff, just so you know. Yeah. And again, like 
What does that say about the team? That they're kind of like, okay, well, whatever. Mail it in. It's just that that's kind of what it feels like with this team right now is that there's not much not much pushback, not much heart, if you understand what I'm saying. Like it's it's just it's just like they're there to get a paycheck, and I hate saying that, but it's kind of what it looks like right now when you watch Canucks games. Yeah, things aren't great, that's for damn sure. So um, Ian texted back. He said, Yep, good for four thirty. Four thirty? Yeah. Okay, well we'll get him then then. Maybe we'll do the prospects report before that then. Right before we did get you, to the game. Uh, did you miss no, text I him? no, I told him. I told him one because uh, he messaged me at twelve. Uh, it was twelve like ten here, and he said, "Okay, ready to go on here." I said, "Yep, we'll talk to you in an hour." <laughs> That's funny. He tell him to get on there. <laughs> you not, keep talking. I, I know. I know. It's just you. not not great runs with the guests here on the show live in here. It used to be. I. You know who's. You know who hasn't failed us. Kevin Woodley. Yeah, he has. He can't halfway. Th- I knew oh, you were going to say Woodley. Whatever. He, he's turned into a robot right off the top here of the show. Whatever. All right, I, I wanted to talk about the defense pairings a little bit before we get to if we get to Ian, we'll see. Um, I, I actually thought that it was a little bit better for both Bear and Rathbone when they were taken apart a little bit on there late in the game. We saw a couple shifts around with the defense where OEL was playing with Bear. I think that pairing. Listen, maybe it's going to be your third pairing, maybe it's your second pairing, maybe it's just a bottom four pairing that you rotate with the other one. I, I think uh, I think Bear looks a little bit better with OEL. What are you talking about? Nothing. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I'm not. I don't know if Rathbone and Myers is going to work. That's why I think they're going to be back to Burroughs and Myers. And I think that I that think pairing it, is going to be playing maybe more than OEL Bear. As much as I just said, like, yeah, I'd like to see Rathbone play. You have to. Put he Kyle ain't going to be playing in. for much longer. You I'll have you to put Kyle Burroughs in the lineup, right? Yeah. Uh, also, someone in the chat pointed out that Ian clearly meant 4:30 Eastern time. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. he texted back and said, "You're right. I'll be on in two minutes." He just wrapped oh, up the call. Goodness. Uh, I won't say. Um, I know who he's talking to. Do do you? Yeah, we're going to ask him about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Ian McIntyre will join us shortly. Before that, let's get to the poll question. Okay. Should we? Should we get to this now? Alex. Alex, fire it up. No, uh, pull poll, it up, Alex. Our poll question today brought to that you by the great folks at Atlas Goods. Go to atlasgds.com. Mm-hmm. Use promo code CC15. Use yeah, use promo code CC15. Yep. Excuse me. That will get you 15% off your first order of yep. pop rinds. These are the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or air fryer. Our pork poll question today. Our pork question today. Pork question. Said. Hello. Our poll question. What will happen first? Uh, a big trade, a firing, the Canucks turn it around. And as always, I'm angry. Look at those pork rinds in the back there. They are fluffy. So far. Eh? Look at they're fluffy on the back there. So far, 50% of the vote says a big trade is what they think will come first. And we'll pose this. I'm glad we got to this first because mm. we'll pose this question to iMac when he joins us. And also, I kind of put Alex on the spot there. Yeah, Alex well, what's Alex going to say? Well, Alex is probably trying to set up a guest and flip no. the poll question slides. Alex like, is putting in his air fryer. Whatever. He's got it fired I'm up. switching up the... 350, just like the instructions. I feel bad. Unlike you, I feel bad when I switch up the entire show plan on Alex. Even though I don't actually follow a show plan. No, I, I saw what Alex just flipped, and that's my fault because I put him into a bad spot. But yeah, he just yeah. fixed a, well, I, I think I don't think anyone else noticed. Maybe they will in the chat. Alex, where are you going with this poll? Where are you going? I think I don't think Alex is angry today. I'm curious to hear what he said. He might be angry because he always throws me off. I, I, the days I think like Alex is having a good day and he's happy, those are the days he's angry. But when I think he's angry, he's talking about, you know, Spencer Martin playing 80 games. And Alex says a firing, a firing. will happen wow. first. I like I, honestly, like, let's go through each while we wait for Ian and just say like what it looks like. Sure. Because a big trade, Bo Horvat, JT Miller, those names come to mind, obviously. Yep. 
a firing, who do you fire? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying this is what I do, but uh, you know, we just heard the president on Monday yep. not say very good things about the coaching staff. Yep. So, um, I, I think the firing would be and probably kind of entailed to this poll question. It's Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, as much as we don't think it's Bruce's fault, the way this team is looking on the ice that much, there's you know he's probably made some mistakes, right? And maybe there are some things that you need to clean up when it comes to the actual structure. the The president wasn't just saying that just for saying it like there probably were but, some things i think like with the Harman structure said though you saw what it looks like when this team plays with structure right yeah Under and Travis you know what Green. saying that like how could i question bruce boudreau right seriously yeah, he's a good coach seriously he is he's a great coach he look what he does to teams that want to get to the playoffs he gets them there right and then yeah like i i can't question bruce's coaching i just can't i i can i, I it's not like i've been a general manager either but i can see what good general managers do better than I can see what a good coach does to change a team. I can see that. So, and I mean, like you saw what a good coach can do for a team mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Right. And again, like I understand they were getting, but more than 50% say a big trade. And I think yeah. that is what will happen first. It's not like what we think. I don't is going think, to I don't think fans want a Boudreaux firing. Like I, I don't think fans not want to see that. I think fans want to see a big trade. And I think that's where, because that's a different look at the future if you do it that way it yeah. feels like a, a firing a coach is just somewhat of everything we've seen the last few years yeah. right we Same just, we just saw dance. that yeah i i think that the the fan base is just fed up and actually wants some legitimate change i think that's why 50 percent of people on our poll here are going with a big trade and we'll see where our uh guest lands today bringing in uh ian mcintyre of sportsnet ian thanks for joining us how are you today i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Fantastic. It's nice to finally make my Canucks conversation (laughs) debut with you guys. Uh, I was starting to think you didn't like me. No, I mean, I, I was all these joking. years, all these years I've waited for this moment. <laughs> so it is nice to be on. You know, I got to say, uh, and you'll find this hard to believe, don't watch a lot of pods, but I do read a lot and I read your guys stuff on Canucks Army. 
and uh, it's excellent. I think you guys have a really nice touch. You have some sharp um, to the point observations, but you also have a touch of humor and some humility. And I've even seen some humor when you used to trick people into letting you co-host a radio show. So <laughs> you're on to a good thing. You're on to a good thing. I'll try not to screw it up. Appreciate all the compliments. My writing's also on there too, by the way. So none of those <laughs> things you said. But uh, it's funny. Ian's been asking me, when am I getting on the show? When am I getting on the show? He's been telling me at the arena. So we finally got you on here. Uh, and uh, man, couldn't have lined up much better. What uh, where, What can we talk about, Ian? There's so much going on with this Canucks team. Oh. Uh, we'll start with the poll yeah. question. Looking at like change, I don't think is something that you can keep pushing down the road at this point. Um, and our fan base has been saying that. We see it in the chat every day here. Um, a trade, a firing, or a turnaround, what do you think is most likely here? I think all three. Can, we, can, <laughs> can I cop out and not take one? I would say the first thing would be a trade. But, you know, the way things are going, the – the attention between uh, Jim Rutherford and Bruce Boudreaux, I mean, if they're like a 5-1 loss away, if they have another game like the Buffalo game, it, it's hard to envision how, how Boudreaux survives that and they bring it back. I think, I think you know, when I say everything, wh- what's, what is clear is that this cannot continue. Like it was one thing when they had the five-game road trip at the start. And they were blowing leads. Uh, they were showing then that they had some real defensive deficiencies uh, right off the bat. The penalty killing was an issue. The goaltending from Thatcher Demko was an issue. But that was all in the first five-game road trip. And I remember Rutherford saying, well, it's, it's not fair to an evalu- evaluate a team based on a five-game road trip. He also talked about how you know, what, that wasn't his schedule. It's not his, he doesn't think it's ideal to try and start a season that way. But we're now 14 games in. And the game in Montreal, the reason I think it, it uh, sparks uh, such a visceral, emotional reaction from people is because uh, everyone's fed up that this is, they're losing games the same way. You know, they seemed for a few games to be making some progress. Maybe they were a little tighter defensively. Uh, they weren't blowing leads as easily, uh, but they also weren't getting leads as easily. But it just seemed like it was a, a lot of what we saw last night in Montreal in that 5-2 loss are things we saw in October when the team was losing its first seven games. So whatever happens, something has to. because, Or, or maybe the team just starts winning, but they can't it's 14 games now. They can't do another 14 games of this. Ian, when you watch Thatcher Demko play, what are you seeing? Like, what's wrong with Thatcher Demko right now? He's letting the puck in. It's his biggest problem. <laughs> and that's enough goalie you're talk. Gonna have to get Kevin, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to get Kevin Woodley or someone to, to explain the finer details of the position. But he just looks like a guy, like so many of them who are struggling, who's just not confident. And uh, really, from the start of the year, we've seen pucks going in off him. We've seen going pucks through him, which is unusual. And, you know, I I think because of how poor the team was defensively at the start of the year, remember all the two-on-ones they were giving up early on. They're not giving up as many as those rushes, but they're still giving up too many rushes, and they're certainly giving away the puck too often. But I, I think people were inclined as with the team, to give give 
Thatcher the benefit of the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's coming off a phenomenal season. Um, he revealed that he had uh, some kind of surgery, which he says goaltenders have, and that it wasn't you know a huge recuperation period. He, he the way he explained it, it's it's fairly routine for people who do what he does. But he was coming off surgery. I think people were inclined. Okay, well, give him time, and we'll soon see the Thatcher Demko we've seen really since he replaced Jacob Markstrom as a starter, uh, really since he had, you know, bubble Demko uh, in Edmonton uh, over two years ago now. But it's just not happening. And although we're seeing some progress for the team, but uh, clearly not enough, but we're, you know, there's some things that they're slowly cleaning up. Like the penalty killing is slowly getting better. It's still giving up a goal a game. And depressingly quickly sometimes, as it was last night in Montreal. But some things are getting a little bit better incrementally. But Thatcher Demko doesn't seem to be getting incrementally better. He just seems to be be struggling to to make a save, struggling to make a save when the team really needs it. You know, the, the game that they won in Seattle where the team was awful, Demko made some big saves in the third period of that game. So even though he ended up allowing... Four. He made some. He made some stops. He didn't do that in Montreal, and he hasn't done that in enough games. And really, if you look back at at all the games he's played now, how often has he been the second best goalie? Not in all of them, but almost all of them. And that's something that we just didn't see last year. Ian, you mentioned that you think all three a trade a firing and the other thing are going to happen uh, at some point here. You want to even say it? Turn I even say it. I think I they could. I think they could. I want to say um, focus on the trade. Who do you think can get traded on this team? Like what what team is taking on JT Miller or anybody like that? Like what are you looking at in terms of a big trade? Like who do you think it could be that gets traded? Well, if if it's a big trade. I mean, their their leading goal scorer doesn't have a contract beyond this season. And, you know, there's been no progress, no discernible progress to this point from the summer until now in his contract discussion. We're talking about Bo Horvat, of course. So if if you put Bo Horvat on the market, you're going to have 31 teams making making a call. I don't think they're there yet with him. Um, but... You know, I, I think probably with retained salary, there'd be teams interested in in Tyler Myers. Um, certainly in some of their sort of younger prospect type guys, uh, you know, Pod Colson, Hoaglander, there'd be interest. But I don't know. I don't know how much you get back in in return. I don't know that those are necessarily the guys you want to be trading if if you're going to try to shake things up. I, there there are deals to be made. Um, I think your point, David, is that there's some guys who can't be traded, and that's that's true. Like, I don't think anybody's taken on Oliver Ekman Larson uh, with another four years after this one at at seven point two. And even if the Canucks retain salary, like last year, after last season, uh, are just for argument's sake, if the Canucks were willing to pick up two million, another two million on Oliver Ekman Larson, well, he he was, you know, kind of a four to $5 million player last year. So I think there'd have been teams that would do that, but he's not, he hasn't played like a four or $5 million player this year. And you can't, if you're the Canucks, especially with a guy who's got four years left, 
you can't buy them out. You know, you can't, you can't have a cap charge for the next eight years. And you have to be careful about how much you're going to retain with that amount of term left, left on the contract. Um, I, I think, you know, JT Miller, I think there'd be teams interested, but right now, you know, that's, that's an awfully big nut eight times or seven times, 8 million, 56 million. That's a lot for somebody to take on for a guy who's going to be 30. But I do think there's a lot of teams that like JT Miller, but let's remember as well. Part of the reason the Canucks ended up with a $56 million contract with JT Miller is because they didn't get a bunch of blockbuster trade offers. They had interest from teams, certainly. But this idea, and and a lot of it was reported in the media, that teams were beating down the door of, of Patrick Albin's office to to throw you know trade offers at him. I don't think that was true. I think there was a lot of teams that were interested. But it, had there been a blockbuster offer for for JT Miller in the summer, maybe he'd, his fifty six million dollar contract would be with someone else. So there there are moves you can make though, but you know it's tough. It's tough mid season unless you're just selling off assets that people want. Mm. It's tough to make these kind of trades in mid season, which is why I think although we'll see some movement this year. If the season continues to go the way it is, I think it's this off season where things really get blown up. It feels like, and I think you said it earlier, like it feels like it takes like a five-one win to kind of break things down. It, to me, I'm wondering: Do you think this team's made up their mind at this point yet, or is it going to take a hockey night in Canada against Toronto on Saturday and you lose five-one? Does that change your thought process? Or if the Canucks come out and win, you know, six-two on Saturday? Like how how many weekends in a row can we do this? When we say the big Saturday night game, are the Canucks going all in or are they selling? Yeah. Like how many Saturdays can we go well, throughout the I, season? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and and I think that's part of what the frustration is because again, we saw a little bit of progress and then we see a giant step back. So if we see a giant step forward, then that lowers the temperature at least until the next game. But we just saw. Temperature came down in Ottawa. 24 hours later, the temperature was pretty high again in Montreal. So clearly, it, it takes it takes more than one game. You know, the Canucks are, I think they're 4-2-1 in their last seven. I'm pretty sure that's the case because they, they started 0-5-2. If they can do that again, even with the imperfections that they're showing, I think that gets them a little more time. But you can't you can't let losses start to pile up. And you certainly can't get embarrassed. You can't get humiliated and then not have something happen. Well, Ian, we appreciate your time here. I got to read you this one. Who must be a family member of yours. Uh, Kevin Punter says, tell <laughs> IMAC he looks beautiful and that he is a legend in my books. So that's well, Kevin Punter. I, I work a lot. You know, this this doesn't just happen, you know. <laughs> this takes some this takes some work. This is true. But, uh, thank you. For the kind words. I'm, I'm glad I'm a legend in somebody's book. So. <laughs> I've added moisturizer to the routine. I think it's helping with the YouTube for over here, too. <laughs> Ian, appreciate uh, it, man. We'll let you get back to too for moisturizer. <laughs> I don't know. Tell that to Quads. You have, you have youth on your side. <laughs> yeah, but he's on my – he's literally to my left. Um, Ian, appreciate right. it. We'll let you enjoy Toronto a couple days off, I'm sure, are, are going to be nice for someone like you following this team every step of the way. So enjoy Toronto, man. Uh, I will. It won't be days off. You know, I'm ex- kind of excited about the Sedins going into the Hall of Fame and what that represents for the franchise. But there is a game before then. We'll see how that goes on Saturday night. You betcha. We, we're 
looking forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. All right. There he is, Ian McIntyre of Sportsnet, joining us here on the show. He'll be back. He wanted to, he was requesting it down at Rogers. We got to get him back on. He's a great guest. And you, you, were, t- you were talking Kevin's about a, it. Kevin is fired up that I read his message <laughs> in there. You were talking about it, how at Sportsnet, especially, hey, when, as Ian put it, when we tricked them into giving us a radio show, yep. um, we would book Ian on days where we were like, I don't want to come up with more than five questions. And we mm. just, you know. Give him, give him some runway. Ian can talk forever. Yeah. Even about Demko. The, old, the old way to kill an hour really fast working Sportsnet Radio. Booking bringing it. on Zickle to talk about the Canadians for half an <laughs> yes. hour. And Ian to go off for 30 minutes asking him three questions. He's he's awesome to deal with. Yeah. And you know what? The fun, Another funny behind-the-scenes story at Sportsnet when I used to work there. Uh, for people that don't know, I worked at the radio station. Producer, you'd sometimes get in the conversation. Like, you call the guests and you get them ready for the show. Ian sometimes would, you know... Talk your ear off about not hockey stuff, right? Like 10, 15 minutes, uh, you know, and the, the hosts are like, is Ian ready? Is Ian ready? I'm like, he's ready, but he's telling me this story about, <laughs> you know, Berlin and traveling or whatever. So uh, we'll get Ian back on the show for sure. That was a good little hit there. Ian's a genuine guy. It like yeah. shines through when he, sure. when he talks. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you to Ian McIntyre for joining us. Uh, okay. Do you want to get to the Betway wrap-up, or do you have any thoughts before prospects. the weekend? Okay, prospects. Go no, ahead. but we'll get to that in a minute here. I think just, yeah, going into the weekend, it's like I asked you in there with that last question, like, how many more big Saturday night games on Hockey Night in Canada can we talk about, right? And that's the thing is Ian talked about turning down the temperature, and, you know, he hinted at, oh, maybe sure. they can turn it around, and I think we've made our opinions on that clear. Mm-hmm. Like, we've made it very clear that we don't necessarily agree with that, but... The burner's on, man. You can I, turn it down if you want, but the I burner's on. actually agree with Ian to some extent that the temperature will get turned down to the point where you, you get maybe not just... Like, I think you're right now you're getting a lot of casual fans really upset with the team and really upset with the direction of the team, but... Again, and again, you don't have to agree with this. But even but, more, the hardcores. Like, yeah. like Commander Vander is a good example. If that's the, like answering Ian's question, if that's the case, I hope they keep losing. And right? you know what? That's, you, that's a is, tough spot to get hardcore fans to say that we want this team to keep losing if that's what it's going to be to get this group to change. But that's where we're at. And, and that's seeing, why, like, live here in the chat, we're seeing this. That's why I say every I day, agree, too. I agree with Ian because he's right. Like, if they string together some wins and turn down the temperature. They're going to get away with this again. Like, they're going to get away point. with it again. They're going to go into the next season. And like he said, maybe off-season is when you make trades uh, or make big changes. I'm I'm all for making big changes this year. Like, you've you've got to do your best to tank for Connor Bedard while sure, you still Sure, you can. could make bigger changes in the off-season, but you still need some big changes in-season. I mean, Horvat's the yeah. best example of it, right? Are they... they, they I don't know. I can't see how they lock him up long-term, and I don't think things are going in the right it's direction. It's not going to work unless you trade JT Miller. Yep. It's just not. That's going to be tough to do too, but I do I do think that's possible. I know a lot of people are like it's impossible. I I still I think, think so. you could pull yeah. it off. He's he's like near point per game right yeah, now. Yeah, there's there's a lot of teams that are like in the just the higher level of like, you know, the mushy middle we've talked about for mm-hmm. for so long. Maybe a mushy middle team adding Miller gets them out of that. Right? I'll tell you what though, a high end mushy team highlights like last nights where you see Miller uh, just carelessly throw the puck up the middle. Oh my goodness, that's not going to do much for his trade yeah, value, as, is it? As Canucks fans, we need to like. No more. No more tweet out to bad close to yeah. Miller. Let's just like keep it between ourselves. Like, hey, you know, worry about the defensive things don't, on our own. Don't let the no East more Coast. tweets. Yeah, don't let no. the East Coast in on our If secrets. you're going to tweet them out, tweet them out at like 930 Pacific time and after. That should be like the free zone to, to tweet out the, the Miller gaffes in his own zone. Yeah, All right. and Kai Howard, just before you get to it, Kai Howard jumped in the chat and said, I'd much rather watch a young rebuilding team lose than a capped out middling team Boom. with no elite prospect. Now listen, Kai is... Prospects, yeah. You, you have to think, okay? Kai's not just a person who's sh- like... 
you know, paying attention to what the Canucks are doing. Kai's in here on a live Canuck show on YouTube. Okay. Yep. Not a lot of like just the Fairweather fans are in here. These are the fans that really care about this team. I, I'm not saying like, you know, maybe someone stumbled into our YouTube channel and they're enjoying the show today, or you've listened to this podcast and you just, oh, this is the day I'll give it a try. But a lot of these people I think who are listening to our show are here on YouTube. They're the hardcore fans, mm-hmm. right? And I can't like, they are the ones who are at this point right now where, yeah, like it, it's crazy because it's like, I think Canucks fans are doing this and this is the way I feel about it. It's like, I can't take the losing anymore. So I want them to lose even more. So we're not seeing them lose anymore. At least they're accepting that, Hey, we're not trying our best to win right now. And we're looking to the future. I think that's all yeah. fans want. And as Kai said, look how fun teams like Buffalo Big and Montreal time. are oh. like Montreal's already passed the Canucks. I think Tage rebuilt. Thompson's my favorite player in the league. Watching them, Tage watching Thompson them live on the cool. ice. I loved watching it. Yeah. All right. Blow me up, Alex. Here we go. We got some good stuff. Oh, thank good. You want some good Canucks news? Jonathan LeCaramacchi, baby. Both of the Canucks uh, Swedish prospects scored today. LeCaramacchi wires a one-timer into the top of the net, pops the bottle, all that good stuff. This one was on the power play. He really needed this one, right? Like, he really needed just a little bit of a confidence boost in this tournament. I thought he was horrible just the other day, uh, but he came out and had a much better game today, scoring this goal on the power play. And just like... A little more effective. I wouldn't say he was like really, really good at five on five, but you'd notice him. Like you noticed him at five on five. And then the big one was the slap shot, slow motion here. Boom, right into the top. Look at that bottle pop if you're here on YouTube. So that was a nice play by Jonathan LeCaramacchi today. He looked a lot better, but I I, I think we talk, we obviously talk about Elias Pettersson, DPD quite a bit on this show. But I'll be honest, I've been more impressed with this guy than I have with LeCaramacchi up to this point in the season, watching these prospects play over in Europe. Here's. Uh, Elias Patterson, the defenseman, off the draw, ends up firing a wrist shot into the back of the net. He's playing in this tournament as well. The Five Nations tournament, by the way, it's going on. They got two more games in this tournament. Uh, this was against Czechia's U20 team. Uh, Patterson scored in this one. He was killing penalties. Like, I just liked his play. I, and, I, and honestly, I've been more impressed with him being a third-round pick than I have with LeCaramacchi up to this point in the season. LeCaramacchi does a lot of things really good, but Patterson, I think, is a player who's really like raised his own value from the draft getting to this point, creating a lot of offense. His shot's been pretty impressive. Just good form there, right? Like good form on the shot here. He scores a goal. You like to see it. And I think physically that's where he still stays with his strengths. Like he's good skater, very physical. He's, he's my favorite Canucks defenseman right now uh, in the prospect system. And I don't think it's, I don't honestly, I don't think it's really close. Like I, I don't, I can't think of another, like Phil Johansson. We love him on the show. Obviously he's on here every week, but uh, EP two, as we see him wearing number two today, uh, DPD. That's our guy. That's my prospect support. Not a lot. I'll have a big I got one, one on Monday. more. Louis Erickson is joining uh, Philip Johansson in Frulunda. Frulunda. Yeah. I'm yeah. Done. Okay. That's my prospect. Louis there. All right. Betway, get it up. I got a good bet today. A couple of them. Pull it up, Alex. Where is it? Pull it up, Alex. We got it. Uh, Ottawa Senators and uh, who are they playing? The New Jersey Devils. That's what I talked about earlier in the show. The uh, the Senators, they're on a six-game losing streak. The Devils, baby, they're on a seven-game win streak. So I'm betting this one. But you know who else I liked in the other game there? Uh, the Canucks, when they played the Sens, Drake Batherson. I liked I liked the way he played. He had a I lot of like scoring Batherson. chances. And I know the, the Sens were really good in that first 40 minutes. Like Batherson, Batherson <laughs> he was all, okay. Yeah, right. I'm going to clip what you, what you screw up Mike earlier. Mike Tathan. Hey. Okay. Anyways, okay, continue. Drake Batherson, he's got to score a goal uh, over six point five on this one. Uh, Alex, I know you can attest to this. The Senators they give up a lot of goals, so I think we're getting the over six point five in this one. Uh, the Devils are rolling. Alex, if you're there, I'll let you pipe in here. 
any intention on watching the game tonight of the Devils who are on seven game win streak and, and your Senators uh, on a six game losing streak? Do we see the streaks get snapped, Alex? What do you think? If they got them right where they want them. <laughs> Listen to you. That's what they're saying in the dressing room right now. And uh, the guys got them right where they want them. Yeah, nothing says break in the slump like having a team that's on a seven-game yeah, win streak. If that's up. what they're saying, maybe DJ Smith should get fired. <laughs> no, could, okay. Could be on the hot seat. All right, okay, second bet here. Give it the G word. Give us the guarantee, Faber. Come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. This Absolutely. bet here. Jinx the Devils tonight. I love give it. Give them the G word. I, I just think the the odds, even on betting the Devils tonight, just on their own, was just not even worth it at this point. It's like you you bet ten bucks uh, on the Devils winning, get a dollar. You come out of it, they they took a dollar from you. Yeah, you they give you nine <laughs> back. They don't even give you any odds tonight. Uh, but yeah, so I'll say that. So there you go, there you go, Alex. Your your sends are going to win tonight. Uh, second bet, Buffalo uh, playing. Uh, Who's Buffalo playing? They're playing. Um, the Golden Knights. They're hosting the Golden Knights in this one. I got the Sabres to win and Tage Thompson. Listen, a little bit of a bet from my heart here. You know I love Tage Thompson. He's my boy, big body. Uh, long-term contract, looking great. So Sabres to win, Tage Thompson score. Get that at plus 240. Betway, Betway, Betway. Betway, Betway, Betway. Betway is the reason we're off tomorrow. And Remembrance Day. Okay. Uh, 19 plus play. Yep. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. Bet okay. responsibly. Yeah. Let's close it out there. Uh, good week. Yeah, we're off tomorrow, by the way. Off tomorrow. Back Monday. We'll have a lot to say, I'm sure. I'm going coach shopping tomorrow. We'll have back-to-back games to talk about on Monday. Yeah. All right. So for my co-host, Chris Faber, and our technical producer, Alex Lard, our thanks to Ian McIntyre for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dave Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Cage Thompson, MVP. Got another Howland jersey. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.